All right. New week, new updates. I hope you guys are ready because we've got some really, really awesome updates. Uh, by now, you guys already know the drill. We do MetaLeon project updates first, and then we dive into our market updates. So to get us started with our project updates, as promised last week, after the success of the Leon Story Contest, we wanted to do another fun little contest for the community. Uh, we have everything finalized for the contest. We will probably be uh, putting out an announcement either tonight or tomorrow morning. Uh, so keep an eye out in Discord for that. We'll probably do a Twitter post for the announcement as well. Uh, should be exciting. We will have uh, Society NFTs to be won. So make sure you participate. Uh, the next action item was, uh, if you remember last week, we were supposed to, uh, well, the founders were supposed to meet uh, with Michelle Gonzinski, um, who is the CEO of WeSeed, the largest crowdfunding platform in Europe. He is now officially our advisor on paper. He did sign the contract, and our first meeting was today. And what I heard from the founders is incredibly bullish um he uh he did go through uh with uh the founders about the project and all the updates that they've had on the project so far he did mention that he was incredibly impressed by the tokenization of the roi uh quick little uh, thing in here he did mention that that's something that his team had wanted to work on in the past but it was too technically difficult to accomplish back day and just dropped the idea so uh he's really happy that we're doing something like this because it brings a lot of value to stuck capital and that that is the value system or the value proposition that we noticed and decided to go forward with it so it was really nice to get his uh token of uh approval on what we're thinking and seeing that there is actual value uh, actually true value in doing this. So uh, the next discussion item uh, that is on the charts and that kind of started in this intro meeting, which kind of lasts like four hours. Uh, so they did delve into a lot of things with this project. So another thing they're going to be working on is the brand identity uh, strategic partnerships in the upcoming weeks. So Michelle has a ton of contacts in this industry. He's already suggested a few people that uh, we need to talk with, uh, but now we're going to start diving into uh, building those relationships in the industry uh, to propel us forward as we keep building out a roadmap. Uh, talking about the roadmap, uh, we did mention that this week we're going to launch our mini roadmap or like a play-by-play -play of what, how we're going to go about our, what pieces need to be done for uh, getting the crowdfunding platform ready. Uh, so we will potentially have that ready uh, towards the end of the week. Um, there might also be a extra reveal. Can't really tell you what it's going to be, but, but uh, there might be a surprise in there uh, for the community because you already know we like to deliver more than we promise. Uh, and that's always been the way, starting from the Mint and leading up to now. So we're not going to change that anytime soon. So uh, get excited for that. Uh, we do 
also plan on finalizing our name and brand identity here pretty soon. We are at the last stages of ensuring that we have everything that we need and moving forward. Uh, the brand name and the brand identity are extremely essential in ensuring the success of a product. So we're being very deliberate in making sure that we have everything that we need and uh, seeing the market fit for the name. Um, and so far, it looks pretty good. Uh, another a fun little uh, thing, uh, there might be an announcement or a quick little, there might be something coming in our Discord in terms of announcements. Uh, Alex and Antonio right now are uh, sitting with uh, two of our incredible community members. So we have a Leon family gathering for dinner as we speak. So there might be a picture that is shared. Uh, so you get to see uh, the founders meet with our Leon family. So that is going to be incredible to see. Uh, I did get a sneak peek and uh, it was really cool. But yeah, we'll share that in our Discord here soon as well. Uh, another piece of information following up on our trade groups. I launched a uh, made an announcement last week, launched a Google form for each and every individual in the Leon family that wanted to either lead a trade group or wanted to be part of one or just wanted to kick off this effort. So I will make an announcement tonight to remind people that I will be closing out the form uh, this Friday. So if you haven't filled out that Google form, go ahead and take a look at the Leon announcements section and you should find the Google form there, fill it out. Uh, doesn't matter if you have a preference for a trade group right now, just let us know that you're interested and uh, we'll get the ball rolling. I'm planning on getting everything set up this weekend so we can start a communication channel for all those individuals that want to kick this effort off. It's going to be extremely, extremely valuable for the community. If you know uh, where this is going to take us, you have to join uh, Chapo's and Hang and Rides uh, Twitter spaces they've been holding. They've had two so far, and we've had incredible success. So uh, looking forward to seeing more community-led efforts uh, in different forms to push the Metalion brand forward. Um, nothing's more convincing to people and projects than community members taking charge of uh, pushing the project out and getting people and getting them to know what the project is and helping them understand and getting onboarded. So uh, kudos to both of these uh, incredible gentlemen for uh, taking this effort on and making it an absolute success. Um, that is all I had for platform app project related updates. Uh, we did have a lot of, a lot of interesting news this week, uh, for the market in general. Um, so I'm going to get started without wasting a beat. Uh, we do have bank of England that, that realized that if you notice uh, the price of the pound was absolutely tanking. Uh, like a meme coin um, against the dollar. And that definitely did ring a lot of alarm bells. And the Bank of England uh, made a pivot in their monetary policy. So they had been tightening their monetary policy like the Fed in the US, and they had been increasing interest rates. And uh, they have made a complete pivot. What does that mean? They're starting to 
uh, print money and buy their government bonds. And that usually leads to the stock market and crypto market pumps. And that's what we've kind of seen. It's not really a pump, but it's sort of like a relief, uh, relief upside. Uh, Bitcoin's up about 2% over the week, and I think it's sitting at 20,200 right now. Uh, Ethereum is sitting comfortable at 1350. Um, this upside came directly uh, because of the speculation that since Bank of England made the pivot uh, to from quantitative tightening, which is QT, uh, to quantitative easing, QE, um, uh, people think that the U.S. Fed is going to follow suit and start doing that soon. So this definitely feels like a short-term change because the feds haven't really come out and uh, changed their stance. Jerome Powell still looks pretty hawkish and hawkish meaning that he still wants to continue to increase interest rates to reduce inflation because that's going to reduce the demand and cause the economy to slow down, causing uh, all sorts of problems like potential recession. Uh, but they don't care about that. They're completely focused on bringing in interest rate, bringing inflation down to about 2%, which is about last month was 8.3%, which is a long way to go. So nothing, I'm assuming nothing's changing for the next few months, but I could be wrong. Uh, so next uh, Fed meeting is going to be extremely crucial. The next piece of big news, Elon Musk decides to finally move forward with the Twitter deal at the original uh, price of $44 billion. Uh, you might ask why I'm sharing this news. Elon Musk buying Twitter shouldn't be a big deal, but uh, what a big deal, uh, what the big deal part of this uh, acquisition is SEC had requested a bunch of private texts from Elon Musk to be revealed to the court, and some of those tweets, uh, not tweets, uh, his text messages, had indications that Elon Musk does want to integrate blockchain into Twitter uh, to make it more reliable, transparent, and uh, put some sort of a monetary policy on top of Twitter to have its own currency. Potentially, these are all speculations based on this text messages, but really, he's been indicating, again, this is not financial advisor ever will be so did not go out and buy something because i'm speculating on something i have a very strong suspicion that uh dogecoin might end up paying a part in some some form in twitter because elon musk just loves dogecoin for some reason and uh he he loves transparency and he knows the potential of blockchain and he wants to take down the bots on twitter so this might be overall really good for the market. So we don't know. We just know that he wants to move forward with the deal. Uh, the stock of Twitter was halted from trading on the markets because of that reason. So once the acquisition goes through, I think the stock will be available again. Um, so this is exciting for Twitter and Elon and everybody that uses Twitter and is just mad about all the different bots that keep scamming people. So should be a good step forward in, a, in the right direction and good for Web3 as well. But time will tell. So it'll be exciting to see what it looks like under uh, Elon Musk's leadership. Uh, moving along. So the SEC has finally um, gotten Kim Kardashian. If you've been living under a rock, she's like a huge celebrity and has her own Kardashian show. 
she is known to charge a lot of money for endorsing products on her social media. I don't want to quote numbers, but I think for sharing a picture with one product, she charges someone close to about 500,000 or something. It's ridiculous. She's one of the most highly paid uh, brand endorsers on social media. So another thing that she did, which I, I knew that that was definitely not, uh, it was really shady waters with that product. And she's definitely uh, settled for a $1.26 million fine uh, with the SEC over the promotion of an unregistered security named Ethereum Max. So if you haven't looked it up, if you Google Ethereum Max, it was just another cash grab product. It, there's there's no roadmap. There's nothing nothing related to Ethereum or or anything really. Um, and they got a bunch of big big names to promote their products on social media. I think Kim got sued for promoting it on Instagram. Um, so yeah, one point two six million uh, lawsuit settled. Uh, but why am I sharing this news? Not because Kim is famous. I'm sharing this because SEC is starting to now come after influencers. So if you notice, uh, there's a lot of people on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok that claim that if you do this, you'll make millions overnight. If anybody's making any claims, um, to get you rich overnight or any form of just basically endorsing uh, any cryptocurrency that could make you rich or promising you something of a return, um, they could be in trouble. Uh, this Kim Kardashian lawsuit was just like a precedence to let people know that you just can't go around promoting unregistered securities and hope to get away with it. So um, yeah, uh, this is, I think, good for the space. It's good for the safety of investors. Um, even though the SEC has a lot to prove in terms of uh, are they really acting in the interest of the investor or are they doing it to gain political power? Nobody knows yet, but this definitely seems like a good step forward and uh, making sure the influencers do not uh, go around um, scamming people with uh, potential of huge returns. So I think that's, that's incredible um, and super glad that they're focusing on the right things and uh, trying to bring regulations into this space to make it more safe for the average investor to get into cryptocurrencies. Uh, the next update, uh, NYDIG, uh, which stands for New York Digital Investment Group. It is, uh, it is a large investment group focused on digital currencies, cryptocurrencies in general, digital assets. They raised uh, $720 million for their Bitcoin fund. And a total of about 59 investors have contributed to this fund. Uh, every week we're noticing, uh, if you remember last week, I shared similar news. Every week there's some big fund that is raising a ton of money uh, for crypto. And you'd be surprised like, Ricky, there's so many people that are not even getting into this market. They're leaving the market because of the market downturn. Um, I keep reminding everybody that when everybody's scared and leaving the market, that's when the big boys are coming in and scooping up cheap uh, Bitcoin, cheap Ethereum. And five years from now, they're going to be selling the same thing at a premium to the masses. That's how they keep their wealth to themselves. And that's how they... 
uh, keep making money over and over because they're always ahead of the masses. And when I tell you do your own research, I just don't say it to look cool. I don't say it because I have to. I say it because I want each and every one of you to be successful. And, and to be successful, you want to watch what these big boys are doing rather than listen to the news, uh, which mostly right now is all bearish. Like, leave crypto. It, it's all going to zero. We've all heard that crypto is going to zero for the last decade, and nothing's really gone to zero. And these big groups keep putting in their dollars. Um, so uh, something's up. They know something that we don't. And what they know is they're going to keep building and make this asset class a legitimate asset class worth trillions of dollars and then sell it right back to us with their stamp of approval and who doesn't like a stamp of approval right it's secure it's safe oh uh schwab's is uh, selling me bitcoin oh fidelity selling me bitcoin wonderful i'll put it in my retirement fund well it's the same bitcoin that was there 10 years ago for 20 dollars that you're buying for sixty thousand. These are just speculative numbers. I'm just saying that it's the same product. Nothing's changing. It's just the people are marketing it to you after they've bought it for cheap to make a profit off of you. So, well, that's the NY Dig buying $720 million worth of Bitcoin fund getting that started. So, well, good for them. Fidelity, which I mentioned a couple weeks ago, was working on a uh, working on an exchange for digital assets. They revealed that they have already sold five million dollars worth of an Ethereum index fund that they launched not too long ago, about a week ago, I think. So Fidelity is getting in the game, and Why Digs already in the game. Charles Schwab's in the game. BlackRock is already in the game. And this is happening, guys. Selling $5 million of the Ethereum index fund in a few days. Yeah, the demand is there. Institutions are there to buy. They know what they're getting into, and they know this is the right time. Who knows like how much more they're going to buy, but the exciting news is the institutions are getting in right around this time. So we don't know when the... Fed is going to change its tone and start printing money again, and the market's going to go up. But what we know for sure is things are moving in the right direction for this industry. And that's what I want each and every one of you to focus on. It's like, forget about the news, forget about the distractions, forget about the price, focus on quality assets and accumulate over a period of time. Dollar cost average. Does it mean every week for you? Does it mean every month for you? Does it mean every quarter for you? That totally depends on your financial situation and your appetite for risk. This is not risk-free in any form. This is all experimental technology that came into existence only 10 years ago. Some of them came into existence less than 10 years ago. So there's still a lot to be proven. Bitcoin and Ethereum have yet to solidify their position as actual hedge against inflation because Ethereum is now proof of stake, which means less Ethereum is being uh, put into circulation than it used to during proof of work. So even Ethereum supply is going to potentially, the more the network gets used, the more the supply goes down over time, making it an inflation hedge.
Well, that's still all of that is still yet to be proven out. Bitcoin Ethereum been holding pretty good against the stock market and other assets for the past few weeks, but it's too early to say anything. Anything could happen. Um, so hopefully we know how things go. And um, yeah, that is the uh, fidelity of $5 million Ethereum index fund news. Uh, the last and big piece of news that I had was coming out of Europe. So after a two-year debate, um, the EU legislators have finally put down the uh, crypto rules that they've been trying to put together for, uh, yeah, two years. Uh, what does that mean? That just means that EU altogether, the whole of Europe, is working on crypto regulations together so it feels like about they said it's going to come into effect hopefully around 2024 um so the goal here is to have like an overarching cryptocurrency regulation so that each country doesn't have to worry about their own little regulation and it's just easier for europe to manage this asset class as a whole um is it good news is it bad news there's no way I can tell, but it's interesting to see how active Europe is right now um, to provide crypto regulations to its people. They understand the value. They understand that their their citizens need this. Their citizens are buying this, and their citizens are asking for this. So they're they're responding to the demand, and they know if they move slow on regulations businesses are either going to leave Europe or they're just going to completely stop existing, putting uh, the reins of innovation in other countries' hands and continents' hands. Um, so this could be interesting seeing if other places do something similar, um, do an overarching regulation. The IMF did mention a month ago, I think they released a press, uh, they had a press release, which was indicating uh, towards having like a global cryptocurrency regulation and asking for it to happen quickly, sooner rather than later in their terms, because according to them, if the longer we wait for overarching regulations over the window, uh, the more convoluted and the more uh, more problematic it's going to get. And... Uh, it's kind of interesting. Europe's already listening to that and moving along and along. So it'll be uh, once the final uh, paper is through the parliament, uh, I'll probably give it a read and see uh, what really they have in there. If it's good for us, bad for us. Um, so to get my perspective on that. All right. We're, we're in the 30 minute mark here shortly. Uh, that's all I had for today. Hopefully, um, you enjoyed the updates, both product uh, or project and product related, and the market related. Um, I will shortly, uh, either tonight or tomorrow morning, post the uh, written highlights of today's space. So, uh, people that missed out or like to read, did not miss out on this. Uh, as always, any questions, concerns, always available. Twitter, Discord. Please uh, tag me or ask me anything. Um, thank you all for uh, your support and uh, see you next week.